Hi everyone, welcome back to the Healing Series with Amira. The last few episodes were definitely an eye-opening and heart-opening journey for me. Listening back to all of the episodes and just taking in everything that my guests had to share and even just listening to the revelations that came with my own individual sessions was very, very eye-opening and it helped me to sort of meditate even further and deeper into God's word on a daily basis. As we go through our daily lives, we face so many challenges. And I think I speak for all of us when I say that the greatest one that we all struggle with is that fear of, or that feeling of rejection and disappointment. Those two things, especially when combined, one doesn't exist without the other, right? So you can't feel disappointment if you haven't felt rejection. You can't feel disappointment if you don't feel like a person or something let you down. And that being let down feels like betrayal. It feels like, I said, rejection. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about what has been termed to me from the Holy Spirit to be the Holy Rescue. What this means basically is that I've realized that every time something doesn't go the way that I've planned for it to go, rather than seeing it as disappointment or rejection, I've learned to understand that it's actually a holy rescue. It's the Lord basically saying, my daughter, my son, this isn't for you now. This isn't for you yet, or this isn't for you at all. There's so many times that, you know, we feel like something is good for us. We feel like someone is good for us. We feel like a particular situation and outcome is everything that we want. But God who created us knows exactly what he has mapped out for each and every one of our lives. That's called destiny. It's us understanding our purpose and understanding that our ways are not God's ways, right? But I think it's human nature to to feel like, oh, I have a plan. You know, you grow up, you go through school, you go through life learning that you need to be organized, you need to have this in place if you don't plan. Failing to plan is planning to fail. I don't know if you've ever heard one of those those sayings. Um, So you're so preoccupied with the plan and the plan A and the plan B and the C and just making sure that that particular goal comes to fruition. But, you know, when you're looking at things through a spiritual lens, you begin to understand that those disappointments are actually... God's way of saying no not yet there's a prayer I always say that has actually changed my life and that is Lord thank you for protecting me from all the things that I thought were good for me so you're operating in this realm where you think oh this person is my person they can never let me down you've built so much faith trust and hope in this person you've invested in a relationship a rapport and One day you wake up and the one person you're so sure is never going to let you down is the one person that actually does. You never see it coming. You know, it's like, oh, I've been blindsided. I didn't think this person could ever do this to me. I could have taken a bullet for this person. Yes, it's heartbreaking. Yes, it's devastating. But where I've learned to take solace is in realizing that what God is saying is, my darling, the only person that will ever have your back 100% is me. So how do I know this for a fact? It's essentially because, you know, like I said earlier on, there's not a day in your life that God doesn't already know about. God already has 
you know, I guess the, the blueprint of your life in his hands. So there are no shocks or surprises for God. He doesn't worry about your today or your tomorrow. He already knows how it's going to work out. More importantly, he gives you the grace to be able to carry all the things that come your way, right? Whatever it is today holds, whatever it is tomorrow holds, he's already given you that grace. And I think the other thing I take solace in is in knowing that he's forgiven me. I am forgiven, right? I think we all, we all get stuck in a rut when we feel like, oh my God, I should have handled this situation differently. The outcome of this could have been better if I had done this. But we need to pause and actually forgive ourselves because the Almighty has already forgiven us for whatever it is that you know we're holding on to so it's it's just that assurance knowing that he knows what is he knew what was he knows what is to come and he has the best plans for you his plans for you are always for good never for evil right that just helps me to process and trust in the process knowing that i've been given the grace to handle whatever it is that comes my way that being said you know, I mentioned that this episode is essentially, you know, the holy rescue. And it's that feeling of deeply rooting yourself into something, pouring all of yourself into something, feeling so assured in something. And that just turns around and kicks you where you don't see it coming. And a lot of times we give up not from the hurt, not from the shock, not from the surprise, but from the very human feeling of being brokenhearted. And that's one of the most difficult things to recover from, a broken heart. But like I said, trusting in God's plan, you realize that for me to actually get to where God wants me to be, I have to have experienced this broken heart. When the foundation of something is wrong, God finds a way to destroy it to completely wreck it so that you're able to grow from a new foundation, his own foundation, a foundation that is clean, that is sure, that is solid, that allows you to, to blossom into the purpose he has called you for. If you continue to work and operate in circles and places that you are sure of, nine out of 10 times, you're not going to fulfill purpose. It takes betrayal, it takes a broken heart, it takes rejection for you to understand that this is not where I'm supposed to be. And I think I mentioned in one of my previous episodes that he, he then raises godly alliances for you that come and usher you into the path and progress that he wants you to be in. And that just gives you peace. I don't know if you've experienced that sort of gut-wrenching pain, that heartbreak that just feels like life can never go on. And when God is at work, there's an overwhelming peace. Despite everything that's going on around you, you just know that, oh no, this is God at work because it comes with clarity and it comes with peace. And that's what a holy rescue is. You know, he takes that terrible betrayal, that broken heart, that, oh my goodness, am I ever going to recover from this? and gives you beauty for ashes you know it's it's a it's a makeover it's a new garment it's a new name he basically turns you into new wine if we fight the process of that holy rescue when you look at people who have experienced what i've just spoken about when they don't embrace that holy rescue and cleave on to god they never come out of that situation so the prayer is just, you know, to have that spiritual discernment 
that allows you to understand when God is working in your life. It's to see the bigger picture of things and understand that truly there is a purpose for everything. Everything does happen for a reason. It's impossible to grow out of certain barriers until you have actually allowed yourself experience that heartbreak. You don't really experience the true joy of redemption and the new breath and the the, the fresh cries to God if you're not waiting on him, if you're not fully trusting of him. And the key thing to also remember is that the anointing of God is so much stronger, so much deeper than any disappointment we may experience, than any brokenness that we may feel. The other thing is to also be able to come out of those situations of feeling rejected or disappointed or heartbroken, fully understanding that God is the only one that can have your back. He's the only one that can heal you. I think when we become so sure of certain things, you know, because we've done it over and over again and it's worked and we've seen the outcome, we we become comfortable. So sometimes that shaking is to remind us to actually rely wholly on God and to also, you know, break our hearts. So we want God to give us a heart of flesh you know not one that is so hardened to him one that actually feels that he can work with it's just trusting in the process it's knowing that something good is going to come out of this terrible thing it's also knowing that we need him so much more than we realize we need him so much more than we realize and nine out of ten times we are the ones that take ourselves into the problems that we face and he's the one that's like oh god here we go again i have to come and rescue you but a great way to avoid all of that is you know to ask for the discernment of the holy spirit because we go around looking at things with you know just physical eyes not realizing the spiritual implications to the things that we're indulging in or taking at face value and i think once we key into that spiritual discernment a lot of these things can be avoided so my prayer every day is like lord please just sharpen my spiritual sensitivity sharpen my spiritual discernment cause me to be at the right place at the right time send helpers my way remove me from the path of evil so i know a lot of people must be thinking how exactly am i supposed to see the silver lining here when it feels like your entire life is falling apart it really is just to immerse yourself in god's word because like i said you realize that you really don't have anybody else he's the only one because if if you did have other people you wouldn't be experiencing that feeling of betrayal if you were deeply rooted in him in the first place you'd have had the discernment to know that oh i shouldn't be trusting 100% in this so you go back to your maker and you cleave to him wholeheartedly and you ask him for a way out you know there's so many times i've experienced moments where i feel like my entire universe is collapsing and i literally just take my bible and i'm like god please just speak to me and i'll i'll just flip flip it open and land on a word that is speaking directly to my situation and sometimes it's hard to see but if you're already at rock bottom what's the worst that could happen at that point right you trust in him you put into practice what you're reading you ponder on it you immerse yourself in it fully to the point where it's like you know what i've tried everything even if this is my last resource let me try it let me try it and see what comes out and you can never go wrong with that there's so many times where i've strayed away from what it is that god has said i should do and i find myself in a deep hole 
and it's me going back with like my tail between my legs like lord it's me again i failed i'm back forgive me <laughs> where how do we clean up this mess where do we go from here but i think that's also the beauty of having a relationship with him it's knowing that you can always come back and that grace is sufficient and that you know he'll always welcome you with open arms i feel for me you know because of that grace i'm even more sensitive to av- avoiding sin you know the reverence that i have for god stops me from wanting to put myself in that position you know i want him to look down on me and smile and be pleased with me i don't want to be that daughter that's always coming back like oh i messed up again i don't want it to be like every time i see you you've messed up what's going on <laughs> you know i want it to be like i'm pleased well done yes you got it wrong this time but look at all the other things that you've done let's let's keep the energy in those areas and continue to grow because my grace is there for you sufficient to help you fulfill all that i've planned to do through you you know it's keeping yourself constantly willing to be used by him because i think what the devil wants to do is to trick you into thinking oh you messed up this time don't even think about seeking his face again that's the biggest trick so always go back immerse yourself ask for forgiveness forgive yourself also forgive the people that actually hurt you and this is why you know seeing life through that lens of love that i talked about in the love is blind episode is so important i can't tell you how many times people have done things to me and because of the love i have for them i don't even see that they're red flags it allows you to have such a simple mind that's not to say have a simple mind and everything because that can also get you into a lot of trouble but it's seeing human beings through the eyes of god you know loving them in the way that god loves them so that you're you're not fighting against them um i struggled with that aspect actually and i remember talking to my mom about it i was like you know i see that even the children of god in the bible had enemies so what's to say that I can't have enemies. She's like, yeah, there are enemies, but you need to understand that you're not fighting against, you know, flesh and blood. It's principalities and powers. So even human beings that do things to you are being used by other forces. So you're not fighting them as the human being. You're fighting whatever those forces are. So it's easy to continue to love the individual, but fight against whatever those forces are, right? And so that's that's what I've kept dear and so when i see people who have offended me or see people that i should on a normal day just not have anything to do with i'm so able to come from a place of courtesy a place of love and respect where i can actually muster up a hello and keep it moving knowing that there's no ill will in my heart so that forgiveness is so key cuz it also breaks you from the chains of whatever it is that you're experiencing and it's the very very first and vital step to healing a personal instance that made me realize that really and truly this was a holy rescue for me and that I need to make myself available to god was one where you know I would normally I guess shy away from what my talents are or what my gifts are or any of the accomplishments that I've made by the grace of god simply because I wanted to make the people around me comfortable in the midst of like certain conversations and things i would find myself constantly wanting to reduce myself so as not to cause offense or to stir any pots or, or trigger anything but then i realized you know it took me stepping back and looking at the bigger picture and thinking hang on x person wouldn't do this for me 
why person wouldn't do this for me so why am i doing this it's it's taking away from god's glory and you know all the testaments and testimonies of my life i think i learned the hard way when i i went through particular betrayals within those relationships to see that oh god is the one that actually delivered me from this situation and this whole time i've been sitting down and downplaying the importance of his role in my life simply because i don't want to offend human beings and that shouldn't be the case irrespective of anything what it's taught me is to be very vocal about my religion to be very vocal about my beliefs to be very vocal about god's full on involvement in everything that makes me me and that takes a lot of courage right because you're living in a world now where everything is being fine tuned to be politically correct you can't have strong opinions about the lgbtq you can't have strong opinions about what is considered morally right or wrong you know you see things that are, that are truths and built off of biblical values but if you bring them up today people will say will counter it with things like don't judge me but we're also meant to hold our neighbors accountable you know where our brothers keep us so if we see something going left we do have a calling to actually correct that but in today's age you can't do that because it's like oh he who is without sin should cast the first stone oh mind your business you know the dynamics are so different now and i guess i never really played into that but in certain ways i kind of did So being removed from situations that I thought were love but were actually designed to destroy my person, I'm now even more vocal like oh god thank you for removing me from this. Thank you because you heard conversations that I didn't hear and you removed me from this situation. And if it didn't happen in such a brutal way, I would never have walked away from it. Because I would have been stuck in that simple-minded love is blind approach. So that's where the spiritual discernment comes in. That's where you need to know that okay, truly this was a holy rescue. I now need to key into what God wants me to do now that he's brought me out of this situation. And that particular experience has taught me to just never rely on my own understanding. Never do it. I'm only going to go with what the Holy Spirit is saying to me. It's so deep now that it's down to things like oh what should I wear today? What should Anaya and Asha wear today? You know, cuz you can ignore it and then you go out and then they get like a bite on their lap or something meanwhile if they were wearing something longer that wouldn't have happened you know so it's just tiny little details that people will think are inconsequential but it's that deep for me and i think the most important thing that i got also from that situation of trying to manage or create respect for our differing religious beliefs and views was that I was able to show that because I I'm deeply rooted in my religion and I find that whatever you're comfortable in and confident in you don't worry about what the other person is doing. So I trust that my religion gives me peace, gives me all of the things that, you know, it gives me. I don't feel threatened by anybody else's. So I'm able to extend that grace and courtesy to whatever alternative beliefs exist. and i feel like that's what tolerance is about unfortunately you don't always get that i heard this also in a miles monroe teaching where he's like if you're so confident and comfortable in your own religion why is mine a problem and there's a particular bible verse is in second timothy 
and it talks about how the Lord rescues us from every evil attack and he brings us safely into his heavenly kingdom. Being brought into God's heavenly kingdom is something you experience even here on earth. You know, there are things that are going on in the world and when you talk to believers, you hear them say, oh, that I, I, yeah, I see it happening, but that's not my reality. You know, and that's a, a prime example of being in God's heavenly kingdom. I don't know who needs to hear this message and I wouldn't be sharing on the holy rescue if I hadn't personally experienced it. It's being disappointed by people that you had the utmost faith in. It's being betrayed by people that you would have taken a bullet for. It's being shocked by people that you thought would always be able to vouch for your person. And it's feeling the broken heart that is the aftermath of all of those experiences. But then waking up to God's righteousness, waking up to God's anointing over your life, waking up into a new foundation that the Lord has prepared for you and following and trusting in his guidance and being in the direction of where you truly need to be. That is what a holy rescue is. It's when you feel like your entire life is falling apart as you know it and then realizing that it's not actually falling apart, but it's falling into place and that God is actually just packaging you for so much beauty, so much rest, so much peace of mind. And that is a gift that only he can give. You can't put a price tag on that. You can't buy it anywhere. So on that note, I'm going to be sharing another Bible passage. I had mentioned the Second Timothy one, but this is another one that is so beautiful about God's rescue which is in Psalm 71 and it says in you O Lord I have taken refuge let me never be put to shame rescue me and deliver me in your righteousness turn your ear to me and save me be my rock of refuge to which I can always go give the command to save me for you are my rock and my fortress and in that holy rescue the assurance is in knowing that you have a rock and fortress that will never let you down that will never fail and that will always give you beauty for ashes. <laughs>